like it. I, because I just went there. Did you go to Boulder? Yes. That was fun. Um, yeah, I, I liked Boulder a lot more than I liked Denver. Same. That's how we felt. But when we went to Boulder, we were like, we should have just gotten a hostel here. That That's kind of what I'm, I was thinking. I, I was lucky because I had, I had a family friend that lives like probably like 20 minutes outside of Denver. Um, mm-hmm. Or maybe it's technically in Denver, and it just feels more like a suburb. Um, right. But so we and she's living in Columbia for two years, so we just stayed at her place, and it was oh, cool. That's great. Yeah, that's but nice. then like the last day we went to Boulder because it snowed while we were out there, and I realized really, that, yeah, they're not equipped for snow. <laughs> Yeah, uh, shit. Yeah. Um, so, like, we went, like, the day we were flying out, which was get- fine because my girlfriend's flight was at 10 and mine was at midnight. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, Boulder was so cool. Oh, <laughs> like, that's great. Like, with the mountains and everything and, like, yeah. Yeah, Boulder's dope. I want to go back. Yeah. I I want to do more exploring in Boulder. And, like, even, like... The last day we were there, while we were in Boulder, we were between, we ended up not doing either thing, but we talked about going to uh, either the Coors Brewery Factory, I don't know what you call it when it's that level. Um, oh, I don't know. Uh, I would think factory. I think I don't so know. too, but I don't know. Or uh, the Stanley Hotel where The Shining was filmed. And That's what I should have done. <laughs> I, I saw that, like, I think it was Devotchka was playing yeah. there, and I was like, oh, I'm not into them, but, like, I should look to see if there's, like, a show like there Devochka. sometime. It, mm-hmm. So. If, honestly, like, if I, because I was with my friend, and she had, she had to drive through because she's over 25 and she had to rent the car. <laughs> if that wasn't the case, I would have maybe like looked more into seeing the Stanley. Like, I have to see the Stanley. Like, no, she wouldn't have been as into it. And uh, I already dragged her to uh, skydiving uh, and she how, wasn't into that. How was skydiving? Oh, it was dope. It I, was so good. I was, I was reading about. She hated it. I had fun. I, I think I would hate it until I'm actually doing it. If you don't do well on upside down roller coasters, don't do it. Oh, I do great <laughs> on upside down roller coasters. Okay, then it's good. Do it. Um, I, w- I was actually Googling skydiving at work today um, because I have a new joke in my act about skydiving. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I still need to lose weight to skydive. <laughs> so. Really? Uh, the, I looked I at. I think. That was like a thing. I looked at three places. One I realized was a skydiving simulator, so it's not it's not the same. It's uh, still that's probably fun though. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm sure it is. But that that one I'm okay for. The other two, one it sounded like they had a hard limit. The other it seemed like I would just need to like call ahead of time and like tell them my weight, and oh, okay. they'd be like, okay, cool, which. I guess wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, but That's, the guy I was attached to was like the skinniest man I've ever seen. <laughs> and he kept making jokes about like death. And I was like, okay, this you can stop. <laughs> like, I get it. 
Um, I was watching what's his name, Bert Kreischer's stand up special, and mm-hmm. he was talking about uh, Rachel Ray bullying him into skydiving, and like he said, he said the worst part was like. He was like, I was there and I was right about to go. And I said to the guy like, hey, buddy, I think I'm going to tap out. I don't want to do this anymore. And then he just fucking jumped. Oh, my God. That's horrible. That's what happened with my because I wanted to do it from the get go. And she was like, fine, I'll drive you there. I'll drive you there. I don't want to do it, but I'll drive the two hours and I'll watch. Um, But then she got until the very last second. I was like, please do it with me. It'll be so fun. Once in a lifetime. We're on vacation. And she was like, fine. And she finally did it. And I saw her like on the ground. I was like. I was like super happy and like full of adrenaline and she was like, let's go home. (laughs) She like piled us all into a van and she like, we were in the van for maybe two minutes and she was falling asleep on my lap. Like she was done. She was was dead. She was like, I'm sorry. That was awful. And I hated it. I think when I was like 12 or something, my dad's company took, uh, my family, the, like all the families in the company, but like we had a trip to Disney and that was my mom's reaction. My mom like is not a roller coaster person. And she went on like the rock and roller coaster in Disney, which like, oh, that was like a lot. Yeah. And then like when we got out of it, like, I don't know if she had cuts but she definitely had like marks on her hand from her oh, nails digging into her skin from squeezing too tight. And she's like, I think I'm done. No more That's roller coasters. So well, the rock and roller coaster is honestly kind of, I mean, I haven't been on it since I was 11 years yeah. old, but that's like about how old I was. And like, yeah. you know, definitely a little intensive, especially if you're not a roller coaster person, but like, Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was surprised we even got her to go on it, so. Yeah, well, at least she could say she did it. When my friend got off, she was like, okay, well, now I can tell people I did it, and I hated it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you you automatically gain, like, badass points for just doing it. It's just just for bragging points, if nothing else, even if you hate it. Yeah, Um, but yeah. I'm worried I'm going to do it and like it, you know? <laughs> I mean, that was literally that night. I was so happy that I started just YouTubing videos of cliff diving. And my friend was like, you have to stop. You can't do this. This isn't and I was your life at, like, now. I was like watching montages of people doing this thing where they're not even in a parachute. They're just in like a sleeping bag that goes oh. out and someone rides them. <laughs> And it's like the it's like fun. guaranteed death. Like even if you're good at what you're doing, oh. and I was just watching it, like <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> I'll be the one that doesn't die. Because <laughs> at that point, I was like, I'm a superhero. Like I could do. <laughs> I am never going to die. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna live forever. Ah, <laughs> uh, I feel that. <laughs> and I've been listening to Joe Rogan a lot now so like when he has like the people that live like the thrilling lives i'm like oh i could do that he had a guy on that like swam around england and i'm like that's probably not that hard it's only two thousand miles isn't that much two thousand dollars isn't really that much money when you think about it in the grand scheme of things 
Meanwhile, I opted to take the elevator up one flight upstairs. <laughs> Not several hours ago. That's fair, though. I do that. Yeah. I don't know. I like... I don't know. I, I leave my office because I don't want to talk to my coworkers on my lunch break. Even though it's freezing cold out, so that's what I do. I hide in Dunkin' Donuts so yeah. they'll leave me alone. I, <laughs> I, I can I, use my phone. I hide in Port Authority, and oh, that's that place is yeah, gross. it's, it's kind of sad, but yeah, you know. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, now that we've done, what's the time? Uh, eight minutes on skydiving. I okay. I have a good transition. Okay. Um, you know what else is thrilling? Heroin. <laughs> uh, that, that's I, true. Okay, that was a D plus transition, but it was, it was a transition. It, it worked. Uh, oh, thank it, you. It's better than anything I had. I was going to be like, no, that we, let's, let's get into it. Uh, Sid and Nancy. Yeah. Um, um, had you seen it before? I had started it once and didn't finish it. Okay. So then this this was really my first time watching it. Did you not finish it because you just, like, uh, lost interest or... I don't remember. No reason in particular? I think, like... So I watched it the one time because I think I'd read something that Chuck Klosterman had written about Sid Vicious. Um... So I was like, oh, cool, they made a movie about him and his girlfriend. Uh, Mm -hmm. I should check that out. I like the Sex Pistols. And then it got to the scene where I think they were playing on the boat. And I was like, oh, cool, the Sex Pistols. And then I stopped. Yeah. I might have had something to do or whatever. But yeah. And that's that's one of the things that uh, struck me the most about this movie was if if I've never heard of the Sex Pistols and I didn't know who they were, I would assume they were like a band nobody heard of. Yeah. Based on just based on this movie, they don't seem like a big deal in this movie. In, in fact, they just seem like they, just a local band. Just based, it, it, there's no like grand scale to them. It's they, just they seem like a up. local band that like is kind of hyped up in their own town, and they feel like they're bi- they're like. Uh, a sports team at a D3 college. Yeah, like, I didn't... I, there aren't that many moments of people other than Nancy yeah. saying they love the Sex Pistols. <laughs> like, not really. You, I didn't get the sense that they were like... I mean, I am I know because I'm a right. person who's aware of things yeah. that they exist and they're uh, huge But if you're deal. just a random person going to see this movie... Yeah. They, th- yeah, and like... The songs aren't, I guess you could have the argument as to whether or not the Sex Pistols songs are good in general, but like the songs that they do in the movie don't particularly stand out as great either. No, and I think part of that too is like, especially towards the middle to the end is like, you can clearly see him like not being able to carry anything on stage. Well, like he's yeah. clearly just collapsing yeah uh, which is maybe why it didn't sound as good but also i mean i i don't dislike the sex pistol i just don't yeah. have any like stake in them <laughs> but, yeah um, the, the one album they did was good and like 
I mean, and it's important for music history, you know, it's yeah. to some point of view, the first punk album. I don't go back to it a whole lot. Um, mm-hmm. And like the Sid Vicious songs, which were probably just based off of, there's like one album of like either bootlegs or like home demos that was released of his stuff, uh, including that Sinatra cover uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that like... Yeah, he he couldn't play bass, he couldn't sing, and couldn't really write songs. <laughs> yeah, it's it seems like this movie was like hard to watch in a good way, like in yeah. an intentional way, I imagine, because the two main people on screen are both insufferable. And I don't oh, yeah. know how accurate it is to real life. I have heard that Nancy Spungen really was like that. Like she was just constantly screaming and causing a scene like everywhere she went. I, I think I read to some extent it was fictionalized. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know the, um, the stabbing was just inferred. I mean, I know she was stabbed, but they don't know how or why or what went down. There's no definitive proof that it was Sid, although it was probably It probably Sid. was. <laughs> uh, they have that whole weird conversation where it's like, should you know, if if I kill myself, you'll kill yourself. Um, which, you know, I don't know. It's, it's kind of fitting for them, considering yeah. they were a band that used Nazi imagery a whole lot of Sid Vicious and his girlfriend are going to go down like Hitler and his wife. Um, yeah. You know, because it seems like they hate themselves, they hate the world, and the world hates them. And yeah, it's like it's just two fuck ups who don't know how to do anything. Yeah, except uh, like get high and do nothing. Yeah. Uh, one thing I did think was interesting, which it's probably I think I just didn't really catch it in the movie. But I didn't realize how much time had passed between their deaths, which I know they were close, but I thought they were closer. Um, wasn't it like, like months? Like, yeah, like it was very little time. She died in October. He died in November. Oh, or not November, so, uh, February. Sorry. I, oh, okay. I was, uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking it's I was November. Say, now. That's like zero time at all. Yeah. No, that's, that's like what I thought it was. I thought it was like a month. I thought it was like three days to a month. But like, I was surprised to find out it was like four months. It was it was fast. Either yeah. way, four months is yeah. like not a lot of time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, in in general, what did you think of the movie? I thought it was really well done. Um, for what it was like, yeah. I I mean, I think it was like a solid biopic about people I don't particularly like. I mean, just the, uh, I don't know them IRL, but like, but they're not likable characters in this. Yeah. Like they're, they're really like kind of despicable people, but like they're, there is something like, I understand why this movie is seen as romantic by some people. Like there is some like genuinely like, okay, like I get it. I hate you, but I get it. Yeah. I mean, I think, to some extent, watching it, uh, I don't remember when I first tried to watch it. I was probably in late high school or early college. 
But there was definitely some sort of part of me that's like, oh yeah, it's so romantic. They did heroin together. Uh, he killed her and then he killed himself. You know, the, there's yeah. a romance to that. It's it's like a twisted Romeo and Juliet, which it's is a, wh- yeah, it's very Shakespearean, like yeah. very epic. Which I read is why it's called Sid and Nancy. Why? Because, oh, because- Romeo and Juliet. Oh, okay. Which, I mean. <laughs> Um, I mean, there was no, the people who were telling them they shouldn't be together were like, correct. Yeah. They were like, Hey, <laughs> like it wasn't like families who were prejudiced and yeah. the world was keeping them apart, but they were in love. It's like, no, you guys are, <laughs> you guys are self-destructive <laughs> and you're only like if Romeo and Juliet were, well, Romeo and Juliet were like toxic, but it yeah, was, but, but, but for different her. reasons. Yeah. They, they got along well. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I kind of felt that way. I thought it was well done. It's, it's slow. I felt it is slow. Yeah. Um, it's slow and it's like painful, like gritty and hard to watch. Yeah. So, well, it, I liked it. I'm like, I'm never watching this again though. Oh yeah. I didn't have fun. I don't think I, I was supposed to have fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's fair. It kind of felt like um, it was very repetitive, but in the way that I imagine this relationship was very repetitive. Yeah. Like, like two fucking idiots are bored. They scream. They get high. They fight with each other. They make up. They hook up. Repeat. Yeah. Like, that and, not was, that, and that's probably how it was. Yeah. And not that I know a whole lot of heroin addicts, but... I'm no. sure that that's probably sort of what heroin addiction is like. Yeah, I mean, Just a big like part of, I think a big part of heroin, and I don't know this from experience, but I know a big part of heroin addiction is... Uh, like just the inability to function yeah. in any, anywhere, just yeah, yeah. unless you have. Which is why when when she's dead on the floor, he's just watching cartoons. Yeah, he's like incapacitated, like because yeah. they, they get to a point where just like nothing faces them anymore. Yeah. They're they're zombies. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know, and I felt like. I don't know. I kind of felt like everyone was unlikable in this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying... There was no one in this movie who was like, oh, that's a good person. Because then even, like... The character I think I would have sympathized was, like... I'm trying to think. Was it even a cop? I don't even think it was a cop. It was, like... Someone that they were... the, The guy behind the desk... Where he's like, you guys could be, if you got clean, you guys could be making anarchy. I'm like, yeah. that seems like the guy that I would like. And he has a point. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if I want anarchy either. So now you're not on my list either. But like, I, when, during that scene, like, I don't know anything about this character. Like, he's barely in the movie. But like, during that scene, I was like, oh, he's kind of right. Yeah. In a way. That, like, I feel like everyone in this movie is so wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, about their view of the world, and I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, if you look at. He hasn't grown in the best way, but if you look at Johnny Rotten's career, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know that he ever got clean or whatever, but I imagine if he 
was never using or like wasn't using as intensely or stopped eventually. You know, he's had a long, prosperous career. Um, granted, now he's like a Trump supporter, but you know, he seems healthy. Well, <laughs> you know, he 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 made progress from singing a song about hating the queen and saying, "God save the queen, she ain't no human being." To uh, now he said he's like, I think I'm going to be sad when she dies. Mm. So, you know, well, people that's change. A, that's character development, I yeah. guess. <laughs> so, I mean, here's the thing about Sid Vicious. I can't really say anything about Nancy because I think, I don't know that she ever would have done anything creative. It didn't seem like she no. had those aspirations in this portrayal, at least. Uh, no. I think Sid Vicious would probably have grown into a terrible person. Maybe. But, you know, maybe would have been alive. You'd go. Yeah, I mean, Nan- from what I, after this movie, I was, like, very curious about her specifically. Yeah. Because Sid Vicious is, like, a public figure. She was a public figure because of Sid Vicious. Yeah. So I was like, who is this woman and what is her deal? Uh, she was, by all accounts, like, just difficult in every regard like since she was a child like her family didn't know what to do with her she was like constantly having screaming matches with people for no reason um she had no like like dreams or hopes or aspirations i mean she's sort of in a sense and this isn't a fair comparison to the person I'm going to compare her to, but she is sort of a Courtney Love figure in this movie. That's what I thought you were going to say, yeah. Um, granted, that's not fair to Courtney Love because Courtney Love formed whole and, you know, has had a very yeah. successful career on her own. Courtney Love has had, like, a career... I mean, you know, Nancy is dead, but... Like, yeah. <laughs> but, um... But, yeah, I, I mean, I know... I understand how people, like lump all the like the girlfriend who like got the way of the band they lump all of them together which isn't fair but i kind of this is the only situation where i was like oh she really did like fuck it up like like i don't know how true all of this is but if it's just based on what i've read and based on this movie it seemed like she she drove him out of the band and into his death and her own death yeah, because um, if he didn't stab her, it seemed like the two of them were either going to kill themselves on purpose or overdose by accidentally. Accident. Yeah, they yeah. they were they they were doomed. Yeah, um, yeah. Very tragic, beautiful love story. <laughs> um, one of the things I was wondering during this, which is the portrayal of Nancy. Um, sexist because it does kind of feed into it feeds into like the Yoko Ono stereotype yeah maybe but like I don't I mean and that's not to say that whether or not that makes her a likable character or not I mean um if this weren't a real person I would say yeah that's totally sexist because she's just like a caricature of this archetype but like but if this is true, then I don't know. Like, yeah, if it's true and it's based on truth, then like, I, I don't know if this portrayal can be 
like inherently sexist. Like if this was an actual person and I mean, to be fair, they don't make her like a nothing character. She's not a villain. Like she has, she, she does work hard. And I mean, like you see when she's like trying to get gigs for Sid and like, she's trying to like, you know, she does, she does work and she does put things together. She's not just like a paper cut out, like evil bitch girlfriend. Like she, she has like a personality. It's not likable, but like she has, you can kind of feel sorry for her at points. Yeah. She, she thinks her boyfriend's a rock star and is going to work to make him one, but doesn't necessarily have the tools to make that happen. She's also, like, clearly a very angry person. Yeah. And, like, we don't know why necessarily. Like, what happened to her in the past is totally unclear. Like, I didn't see anything about, um, like, anything like that other than just general, like, mental illness. Yeah. But Um, uh, clearly she was, like, super defensive. And there's, like, there's, like, a character to her. She's not just, like, some, some asshole who broke the band up. Um... I I don't know what you'd read. Uh, I personally didn't do a ton of research going into this. Rather Neither than did I. I just st- did, like, basic, like, what was her deal. And right. um, from what I read, it, I, the scene with the where they visit her family was very funny to me. Like, <laughs> it is a silly scene. It was a, um, it was a little sad, I felt. It was so some... sad. Like, because um, it seemed... Because they were being awful. They were being yeah. super inappropriate. And the parents, I think, underreacted. They didn't really, like, uh, yeah. well, they could have easily yelled at them and said, get out of here. But instead, they were politely just like, yeah. oh, we can't, you know, I'm sorry. We, we got to drive you to the motel. Like, they were yeah. being super polite. Meanwhile, they're like, they're Fuck off. not wearing a shirt yeah, at the dinner, at dinner table. table, drinking from a bottle of vodka. Yeah, and they, like, don't stop them, but they're clearly incredibly uncomfortable. From what I read about Nancy was she was just incredibly difficult to her whole family at all times, and they didn't know why. I could Um, see that. I'm sure part of the reason why was because she was doing drugs. Um, Oh, yeah, but, like, they said since she was, like, an infant. Yeah. It was, like, she was just an angry child. (laughs) Um... Two of the things I read about the movie going into it were that Johnny Rotten Johnny Rotten was approached before the movie and they sat down with him, um, but apparently he was wasted during it. And then after the movie, he, he talked shit about it. Um, really? And, which I think to some extent is kind of fair because it romanticized one of his friend's deaths. Um, yeah. And... I think Nancy Spungen's parents were approached about the movie and they wanted nothing to do with it because they didn't necessarily, which I think is also fair because they didn't want to relive their daughter's death. Yeah, that's fair. But also like, but yeah, what did but they, then this did they is, react? Yeah. To, Cause I can imagine this. I, if I were her parents, I wouldn't even want to watch it. Oh Yeah. And especially if you see it, if you're her parents and you see it one time, you'd be mortified. Yeah. Because this, this sort of is the most permanent record of her. Yeah. 
So, um, and it's not a flattering image no. of her at all. And like, I'm sure there was like more to her than this movie yeah. uh, portrayed, but like it, it, it doesn't look great. Like she yeah. doesn't look great here. Yeah. She's just a tragic character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say though, I, I was like part of, even though like I hated them and like, I hated I know their relationship was awful and like, and just everything about their story is just toxic and bad. The scene where they're like making out, um, against like a dumpster and there's like garbage falling. I was kind of like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) this is why people romanticize. No, but like, is there something about the scene that was like it was like in slow motion with like right nice music and i was and it's a nice you know like they're clearly um just in denial about all the shit that's going on and just want to be like oh i just want to be alone and fuck the world and whatever and them making out amongst literal garbage is the best portrayal of that yeah because to them, it's like, whatever, we're together. Like, we're in love. Like, fuck yeah. everyone else. Well, to some extent, all they had was each other. Yeah, and I can't support it, but I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like just... That. What? I kind of like that scene. Yeah. I don't know. I, I did... Yourself. I did like I did like the last scene in the movie where Me too. where the kids are like Sid come dance with us and then he does and then the taxi pulls up and he gets in and then it says he died of an overdose. But, what I like about that scene is that it's so unclear whether it was like his imagined um like ideal ending or it was like a drug induced hallucination yeah. or if part of it actually did happen, maybe he did get pizza, but that was the only part that was true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. I liked, I liked watching, I liked watching like the interactions with the kids. Yeah. Which yeah, I, is a little uncomfortable that I'm saying like, yeah, I liked when the drug addict talked to the kids, <laughs> but like, no, no, it's I, but no, they, that's not it, why. They, right, it was endearing. It was endearing. In theory. Um, I just scrolled down on the IMDb page, and uh, in the storyline section, it says, Morbid Biographical Story of Sid Vicious. And I just think that the first word is morbid is nice. It is morbid. It is. It's, even if you had never heard of the Sex Pistols or these people, or and you went into this assuming this was a fictional story, you would you get the sense the entire time that they're just they're they're gonna die horribly. And I know they show that they die like at, or at that she beginning. dies at the beginning of the movie. But even if they didn't, there's just such like doom and gloom like the entire way through. Like it's just. <laughs> depressing i can only imagine going into this thinking it's fictional and then at the end when it says sid died of a heroin overdose you're like why didn't you show it it's like a standalone movie so i could see someone going into this thinking it was just a fictional like yeah just it's not real none of it's real never heard of the sex pistols and then it's Like, this pistol sounds like a fake band name. Yeah, it's it's a shitty band name. It's a shitty it band like name. A band name generator made it up. Yeah, 
Well, it's 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 a sex joke. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's all. Yeah, one guy's name is fucking Johnny Rotten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. His name's Sid Vicious. Yeah. That's, I I thought it was funny that they kept calling him Sydney during it, and I was like, like no, which, it's, it's Sid. Which I don't think was even his real name. Yeah, that's not even that. His name wasn't Sydney, wasn't it? I don't. It think wasn't. So. I mean, uh, I think they do call him something else at one point in the movie. I'm gonna look it up. Like Sid is already a nickname. Yeah, like, his, his real <laughs> name is Simon. Yeah, it's not Sydney. It's Simon John Ritchie. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Sydney. I don't know. There are people that do that, though. What, go by a longer version of their name? Well, that go by, like, a weird version of their name. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I like... She's never going to hear this. Um, <laughs> um, I used to have a girl that worked for me who went by Meg. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you met someone and they told you their name was Meg, you would probably assume that their full name was Megan, right? Yeah. Her actual, it was short for, like, Megatron. If only. <laughs> that would be... <laughs> um, no, her, her real name was Margaret. Oh, that's not weird. That's it's, not it, unusual. It's not when you hear it, but at the same time, I, I think also her her last name started with a G and her middle name starts with an E. Mm-hmm. So, like, she was going by her initials. But I remember I was like, you know, Maggie's a more fitting nickname for Margaret, right? And she's like, no, Maggie sounds like a dog's name. <laughs> um, so, shots really? fired. That's what she said. I'm like, Maggie's a nice name. And then she's like, no, it's named for a dog. And I'm like, shots fired at anyone named Maggie. Um, Jeez, I never had a problem with Maggie, but okay. I never, I never did I. But then again, you've probably never been called Maggie. That's true. I, well, I've been called every name that starts with M. But like any name that starts with M and has more than two syllables, I just answer to it and don't correct them at this point. If, if anything... Yeah, if anything ends with a Y, I tend to respond. So, at Starbucks once, they wrote Marissa, but with a B instead of an M. And I was like, how did you, why would you even, whose name is this? (laughs) One time, I went to Starbucks, and they were, they wrote, uh, jeans. (laughs) (laughs) Jeans with a Z. (laughs) (laughs) That's no one's name. What? That's nobody's name. No one's name. People could be named Jean. Jean, sure, but jeans. Jeans with a Z. I think that's doing it on purpose. Sometimes they might have been. I don't know. I've like insane. I've, like, heard all the different things from the Starbucks employees, but I'm also, like, they didn't, because, like, they didn't spell it, like, like, if I was, like, my name's Eugene, I go by Gene. They wrote, they wrote it, like, I'm going to the store to buy some jeans. But that added a Z at the end. Oh, my God. That sounds like if someone... If you're like trying to lie about who you are, and they're like, "What's your name?" and you're like, "Uh," like and you're just looking at random objects, <laughs> jeans, jeans, uh, uh, lamp, jeans, lampman, 
Yeah, it sounds like a made-up name. Uh-huh. But yeah, so... So he's Sydney. They, they, he's she could have gone by Sponge. That would have worked sponge. for her. Sponge would have... Is it pronounced Spungin or Spongin? I've been saying both interchangeably. I've always thought Spongin. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong. It's a last name I have never heard of. Yeah. So I don't know. And I don't think they say it in the movie. Maybe they do. I don't know. I don't think they do. Um, in On Sid Vicious's Wikipedia page, it says shortly after Sid's death, uh, his mother and Beverly claim that Vicious and Beverly is his mom's name. Can you imagine your name's Anne Beverly and your son oh, goes by Sid? Anne Vi- Beverly? I thought you said Anne Beverly. Oh like, no! Like also, <laughs> no. His like mother- her name is Anne Beverly. <laughs> That's an even more made-up name than Jean's lap. Um. No, so oh my god! Can you just imagine? I'm like I'm Anne Beverly, and this is my son Sid Vicious. I know it's a stage <laughs> name, but oh my god! It's like when I met you, you were Simon. Call me Sydney. <laughs> so too many names. But um, Anne Beverly claimed that Vicious and Spongin made a suicide pact, and that Vicious's death was not accidental. Beverly claimed that after Vicious was cremated, she found a handwritten note in the pocket of Vicious's leather jacket. It read, "We had a death pact." And I have kept my half of the bargain. Please bury me next to my baby. Bury me in my leather jacket, jeans, and motorcycle boots. Goodbye. Oh my God. So. Really? I guess. I don't know. Okay. Well, I, good, I guess. I mean, the other thing, too, is she could be making that up. That's true. She, she, she could be. Um, That's his mom? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, she might have been. But either way, you know. It is what it is. If that is true, I mean, good. I guess if that was honored. Um, it looks like there actually is a documentary called Who Killed Nancy. Who else could have, like, I know That's, there are theories that someone else did it, but, like, I, it kind of sounds like the only, the most logical explanation is him. Well, it's sort of like, it's sort of like the Kurt Cobain, Courtney Love thing where like Kurt almost definitely killed himself, but like people until the end of time are going to say that Courtney killed him yeah, or had I, him killed or. I don't think she did, but I, I guess I don't know enough about it to like have a fully educated opinion. I have always thought that it, he did it. When, when we get to Kurt and Courtney... <laughs> Oh boy! There, there will be some discussion. This uh, becomes a true crime podcast. <laughs> um, I, I personally think that El Duce did it. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I'm on the Wikipedia page for who killed Nancy, and it just says it examines the possibility that it wasn't Sid Vicious, which I guess isn't like you know. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's possible it wasn't, but it seems highly <laughs> it's likely. Like OJ Simpson wrote a book called "If I Did It." What? You don't know about this? Oh, oh, OJ! I thought you said Sid Vicious. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, how did both of them? 
They both, Sid Vicious wrote a book in that six months before he died. <laughs> he like, There's so I much to this story that I <laughs> Okay, that I knew about. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Is the OJ one worse? I'd say who killed Nancy is less sensitive. The OJ one, that guy's just trying to prove that he's innocent. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and I mean, as far as uh, the United States government is concerned, OJ didn't kill anyone. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Um, I wonder what he's doing right now. <laughs> um, he's living in Las Vegas. I listened to, I heard him on a podcast or something recently that. Uh, he was on a podcast? No, no, no. And someone like oh. looked up what he was doing and talked. To I would love to hear. Oh, I want an OJ Simpson podcast. Oh, that would that would blow up if that I, happened. I want OJ Simpson and I want Casey Anthony on podcasts. Ooh, ugh. I want Casey. Them, I want them to interview each other. What would that even be? <laughs> it would be a nightmare. Oh man, this is not they a funny both. subject matter, but it's That's horrible. Oh. But, <laughs> I just think get the two of them in a room together. Um. With no mediator, like it's just the two of them. I mean, if OJ's trend continues, Casey Anthony wouldn't walk out of the room. <laughs> oh my god! Um, Casey Anthony apparently did do an interview recently, and they asked yeah. her if she thinks about uh, Kaylee, and she says, "Not really. I want everyone to just move on from it. I've moved on." <laughs> okay, she did it. She, she absolutely. <laughs> No, she was found innocent, too. I know! <laughs> she was. Like, there are, some, there are some of these things where, like, oh, it's, you know, it's up in the air. We don't have definitive proof, whatever. But the, that, like, come That's on, one. you guys. Yeah. Come on. Kind of like, uh, yeah. With, with, like, the Sid Vicious thing. Sid almost definitely killed Nancy. Probably. And if he didn't do it, who did? They think, like, maybe the drug dealer, but, like, why? Why would he? I don't know. But, I mean, he said they had a pact. Yeah. She said, you'll have to do it to me and then do it to him. And then do it to yourself. In the movie, I, at I least. also, I think it's interesting in the movie that they don't make a big to-do about him stabbing her. It's kind of just, it kind of just happens. Like, it's a side yeah. note of their fight. And yeah. you don't really, like notice it until you later don't realize she's until like, she's bleeding yeah yeah i like that she fell asleep and then woke up and she was like oh oh sit <laughs> i don't feel so good like this is terrible because this did this happened to real people but it's like almost funny that like they're yeah. both so fucked up that she got stabbed fatally and, and she didn't notice she didn't notice until she like took a nap and woke up she, like, made it to bed. Like, she didn't f- yeah. pass out on the floor. Like, she went to bed. I yeah. don't know. Apparently, Jerry only was hanging out with Sid Vicious the night that he died. Which <sighs> is awesome. Because misfits are... <laughs> so, like, in terms of punk history, the Sex Pistols are arguably more important than the Misfits. But the Misfits are definitely the band I like more. So, well, I I know so little about this, but I I went I know of the Misfits. 
So that's my input. They 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 had they had good songs. Um, did you ever see the movie Idle Hands? No. It's it's like the worst horror comedy. I think Seth Green is in it. Um, it's I love all those things. <laughs> I um, love worst horror comedy and Seth Green. And. Um, the Offspring did the music for it, but a cover of a Misfits song is featured prominently in it, which is the only movie I could think of that has a Misfits song in it. Is it on our list? And if uh, not, should it be? <laughs> I I don't know. I'll do some research into Idle Hands. Okay. And maybe we could do like a Halloween special with Idle Hands. Um, my, my interest is piqued. Let me check to see if Seth Green is in it, because... <laughs> that'll be the deciding factor of whether we do it. Let's see. Uh, 1999 American Horror Comedy, directed by Rodman Flender, written by Terry Hughes and Ron Milbauer, Devin Sawa, uh, Seth Green, Eldon Henson, Jessica Alba, and Vivica A. Fox are both in it, too, apparently. Perfect. I'll watch it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it, it's a fun, stupid movie to watch like at Halloween time, and it's only like an hour and a half. Okay. It doesn't need to be Halloween to watch something dumb and spooky. That's true. Um, oh, what's it say for the soundtrack? Um, oh, Blink-182's on it. Okay. Uh, there's a, actually... Some solid, yeah, we'll put this on <laughs> based on what the soundtrack says. I'm For... pretty sure there's a Misfits song featured prominently. Mm-hmm. Then it's not going to be, and I'm going to feel like an idiot, but yeah. yeah. Well, either way, kind of, <laughs> I'm interested. It um, sounds good to me. But yeah, I'll, I'll mark that down because... Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, Sid Vicious. Uh, I was going to say still kicking it, but not really. He's really not. No. <laughs> he um, literally isn't. I wonder where he's buried. I don't know. Because that's interesting. I'm sure it, that information's out there. <clears throat> yeah. And they died in uh, the Chelsea Hotel. Yeah. Which, there is that funny moment where... I'm going to assume it's, like, the manager. Oh, where he's, like, giving someone a tour. And they're, like, <laughs> fucked up. That that moment was weird, because this, this movie isn't a comedy. But then there are, like, moments like Little that. Little funny and I'm moments. Like, and it's almost, like, it's not that it's not funny. It's just kind of, like, why did you put that? <laughs> like, this is kind of, like, not the time, guy. <laughs> Um, wasn't that the moment where they were like screaming and he pushes, uh, she pushes him down the stairs yes, or yes. something, or he falls down the stairs? Yes. Cause that's one of the moments where it's like, oh, like shit's getting real. Like this is really fucked up. And then, and then they're just like, oh, on a lighter note, um, the manager is trying to show these people around and, and they see this crazy thing. And yeah. then like, and then he just says to them like, Bob Dylan stayed here. Yeah. Which is weird. 
historic hotel. Didn't he say, didn't he say something like Bob Dylan was born here, which doesn't yes, make sense? Yes, that is what, what he says. What does that which, mean? Uh, like metaphorically? Like he, like I guess, he. I, I don't know. I wonder, maybe it's true. Bob Dylan was born there? Um, so Sid Vicious was cremated and his ashes were scattered. No one's totally sure, but allegedly they were scattered on his girlfriend's grave in Philadelphia. Ew, but <laughs> Well, how punk of you. <laughs> I mean... I, ashes. That's sweet, though, I guess. It's con- I, I think it's romantic in that sense, sort of. I guess. Um... What does it say Bob Dylan was born? No, he was born in, in a Minnesota. hospital, like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> He's not born at the Chelsea Hotel. I think I'm looking for, like, I feel like he probably meant, like, he did a lot there, like his music career. Well, I mean, the, the case know. could be made um, because Bob Dylan's real name is Robert Allen Zimmerman. So maybe maybe Bob Dylan was born in the Chelsea Oh, like his pseudonym? Maybe. Although okay. that's probably not it. Maybe it was an ad-libbed line. <laughs> that's like a, <laughs> such a strange line to say. Because um, like, it wasn't literal, because he was not born at the Chelsea Hotel. Um, but yeah. Chelsea Hotel, also not a fun place to go in New York anymore. No. It's gentrified, and uh, there's construction going on in front of it. So you That's can't even right. see the famous facade. Well. Um, but yeah. Um, I think we touched on everything. I think so. Um, the only other thing I wanted to mention that I didn't get to was um, first chapter of my favorite book ever, which is called Killing Yourself to Live by uh, Chuck Klosterman. Uh, great book where he talks about death and rock and roll and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. The first place he goes is the Chelsea Hotel to see the room that Sid and Nancy, uh, well, that Nancy was murdered in. Yeah. Um, and he went, and apparently the room that they were staying in has been converted to an apartment. So the manager said, you can't. He said, I get people every week that ask to stay in the room that Sid and Nancy died in. And uh, I can't. And he's like, and it's annoying. And don't include this in your book. And then he was like, but I have to include this in my book. So here we are. So wait, it's an apartment? So someone lives there permanently, presumably? Yeah. I would think, like, because when someone gets murdered in an, in an apartment or a house... I would think that drives the price down. But if a celebrity gets murdered, does uh, that drive the price up? So is it like leveled out? Well, so here's the thing. I think balance each other out. I think to some extent it might not have affected it to be totally okay. honest. Um, just because it sounds like just like the whole, I, I'm sure the price was driven up, but I'm sure because it was probably like given a million dollar makeover um, yeah. to be an apartment, especially where it is. But 
uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it would be sort of the case, like, if you had the Halloween house in California. Mm-hmm. Like, the people that have the Halloween house now said that they bought that house not knowing it was the house in Halloween. Really? Yeah. And they said, That's like, kind of fucked up. That's information they should be given. Well, so then they said people started showing up, like, dressed as Mike Myers or, like, yeah. leaving pumpkins and stuff. And, like, they, they they hadn't even seen the movie until after they uh, bought the house. That's so funny. Can you imagine, like, you buy a new house and masked people are showing up in your house and you don't know why? Well, I like, think, you- like, they would show up and, like, knock on the door and they were like, can we help you? And then they were like, oh, I just wanted to see the Halloween house. <laughs> and that's then, terrifying. And they don't know why. Like, that's so funny. I, I don't think it was all people in masks just showing up. I think <laughs> that's, almost, that's almost worse than like having a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, people still buy creepy fans. People still buy the Amityville horror house. Yeah. So I don't know if, if I was given the chance to own the apartment that, Nancy died in, I'd probably do it. I would do it just for the location. (laughs) 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 Having nothing to do with, I would, but nothing to do with the, the circumstances. I would, I would like to just be like, Nancy died in that bathroom. Yeah. I don't know how many people I would tell that info to, but I wouldn't bother me personally. I mean, it would, it actually would bother me a lot, but I'm not scared of ghosts. (laughs) I was going to say, what if Nancy's ghost shows up? (laughs) I'm not scared of ghosts. I'm scared of, uh, of like feeling bad about it. Like, Oh, maybe this should be like preserved. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I think like, isn't Sharon Tate's house available to buy? probably like it it exists like i i remember i've read stories about like celebrities like renting it out for like months at a time Mm -hmm. so i don't know well i I mean i guess people get murdered in a lot of houses (laughs) yeah i i i found a website recently i wasn't searching for this um, okay. <laughs> I wasn't searching for this, Sorry. but I found a website that sells like true crime memorabilia. Oh God! I mean, I wouldn't. I don't want to be that guy who orders that shit for no reason. Well, a lot of it's expensive. I found it because there was a member of a metal band uh, shot himself years ago, um, mm-hmm. and then the bassist made a necklace out of pieces of his skull. Um, and then, um, the bassist shot the guitarist from the band. So went to jail for it and also had pieces of the other guy's skull in his possession. So what were they selling? So they were selling pieces of the guy's skull. That's, (laughs) <laughs> I just want to know who is the person who is buying this? Like, cause I imagine it's very expensive. Well, so, well, so it came up because it showed up on music websites I follow, which, mm-hmm. um, so the piece of skull that they were selling was $3,500. Um, but, um, I mean, it, 
It's the guy from Mayhem, though, who are an influential black metal band. Okay, they have... I don't want any dead person in my house, and I, let alone uh, one I have to pay for. May- Mayhem still tours, so, and it's not like it's not like his his skull. You know, it's like it's like a piece of it. This is sounding worse and worse the more I talk about it, but, you know. Is it $3,000 worth of a piece? No. Um, there is a fun Chuck Klosterman, a hypothetical that he gives, where he says, you're given two options. One is um, a... You're, you could... You have to choose between two boxes. In one box is a normal turtle. Um, in the other box is Hitler's skull. And okay. He said, if you choose the turtle, you need to keep the turtle alive for two years, or you'll be fined like two thousand um, dollars. But if you choose Hitler's skull, you have to display it in your home. But for every year, you'll get like a two thousand dollars stipend. Which do you choose? Oh God! And, and it's like the dis- and it said the display must be like prominent and apolitical. Did I have to know that it was Hitler's skull? Can I just like well, well, so what I would, say it's a skull? Well, so Can what I, I just would, tell people it's fake. Well, so what I would think is like you know you put it up on like your mantle. And, like, people are like, whoa, it's Skull. And, like, I, I guess you could say it's fake. Or you could say it's real. But I don't think you have to be like, oh, I'm having a dinner party. Hey, look, this is Hitler's Skull. I uh, think if I didn't have to tell people it was Hitler's Skull, I would do that. But I would feel very gross walking by it every day. It, you would just, like, feel like it's watching, you know? Yeah, I would yeah. feel, like, very icky about it i would maybe like have it face the wall well that's also what well that wouldn't be displayed prominently though Fine. i'll display it i'll display it in like a, a silly way like i'll cut <laughs> the head a off of <laughs> yeah i'll put okay here's what i do i buy a mannequin i cut off the head i put the skull on it i gave it like a really pretty wig and like some some glittery eyebrows and I don't tell people whose skull it is. <laughs> and then it's just a piece of then decor. It's just, and then it's just a, an ugly decoration. <laughs> you're like, isn't this yeah. funny? Why do you have a mannequin? It's funny. That's like the kind of thing I would buy for my own house anyway. A Not a skull, but like something, some stupid bullshit like that. My, my parents have this weird butler thing that is, is creepy. But my mom's like, it's funny. And I'm like, no, it's not. Oh, it's like an end table. Different. My mom thinks I'm tacky, but I think she's tacky. And I think that's just the way it's going to be for a while. I saw uh, on, on the internet, I saw a, a lamp shaped like a horse. And I assumed it was lamp sized, but it's horse sized. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a a, hor- a realistically sized replica of a horse with a lampshade on it, and it works. Like it's a working right. lamp. It's several thousand dollars. <laughs> As like a goof, I was like sending it to my friends, being like, "Hey, can you get me this for my birthday?" And then they were like, they couldn't tell if I was joking, which is a bad sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. 
I always make fun of my mom because it's not necessarily every room in my house, but it is, it is the kitchen and one of the bathrooms. Uh, the theme of the decor is like African artwork Mm -hmm. and like people come in and they're like, Oh wow. Your mom and dad are like really into Africa. And I'm like, not really. Why? And they go, well, just like the bathroom has like a definite theme to it. They're like, did your parents go to Africa? And I'm like, no. (laughs) And I always have to explain to people why my bathroom looks like it's in South Africa. Well, I think every like middle-aged woman's uh, bathroom or kitchen is themed, but it's usually just like off far like the beach. <laughs> yeah. Maybe African art is more interesting. Yeah, but I don't know. I I once said to my mom, I'm like, why do you have so much African stuff? And she's like, I like it. Well, yeah, I think that's probably it's more interesting than a lot of <laughs> bathrooms I've seen in my life. But at the same time, I'm just like, mom. <laughs> We're not African. Like why? And uh I don't know if you know any African people or I don't think it counts as cultural appropriation if it's just for your own enjoyment. I, I don't think and so. And you're not either. trying to like sell it. <laughs> but but I, 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 I see. Uh it's just people ask and like the most logical explanation someone had was like, Oh, did they go and enjoy it? And I was like, no. Well, but that would make sense. Anyway, we're way off topic. I'm going to have a Sid and Nancy themed bathroom. That's, Um, that sounds terrible. It's just, there's just blood on the floor. (laughs) Just blood on the floor and like needles (laughs) in the sink. (laughs) A Sid and Nancy themed bathroom. There's just a dead person on the floor. <laughs> That's so fucked up. When I marry uh, a dominatrix, yeah, um, that was a thing we didn't really touch on. But I don't, I, I don't think it was actually that important to the story. Oh, her? The dominatrix? Um, no, it wasn't yeah. important to the story. <laughs> but it, it's very possible she even like was that even a person? I don't know. Uh, was, was that the part like, Courtney Love played? Or uh, was that the part Courtney Love played? Oh, I don't remember. Courtney Love was in this, which I know she was in it, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't know her face well enough to be like that's Courtney Love. Um, Honestly, no one told me Gary Oldman was in it. I wouldn't have noticed. Yeah, Gary Oldman didn't want to do it. Why? Um, He didn't like the script, and he doesn't like punk rock. He well, was, he he was just like, yo, I'm gonna make so much money. He did a good job. Yeah, he he it played the part. Seemed like he wasn't trying. He's a good actor. Yeah, he you know he he works hard. He's a pro. I also I just like forget sometimes that Gary Oldman has been young before. Maybe it's because I'm used to yeah. his image now and also his last name. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, it is a little strange because he he just seems like the kind of guy who's been fifty years old for many years. I'm just like waiting for him to like say lines from Harry Potter, and I'm like, oh, this isn't serious black. He he looks like a different person. He just, yeah, I mean he's young, but he looks like a different human in this movie. That's true. Yeah, but he did good. Yeah. They both did. Yeah, I hated yeah. both characters. 
Chris, but they made uh, a good job you supposed to like them. I didn't realize um, Chloe Webb was in Shameless, which I haven't watched a lot of, but... I haven't seen Shameless. Apparently it's good. People like it. You're good thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. All right. Cool. 